For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So welcome to this episode of the Rocks Pile Rockies Report, uh, brought to you by Rocks Pile. I'm one of the co-experts, Kevin Henry, along with uh, my fellow co-expert, Noah Yingling, today. Noah, what's going on, man? Not much here in Ohio, but at least for the Rockies, it's an off day today. Yeah, I tell you, an off day was maybe never more needed uh, after coming off a uh, horrific, uh, maybe is a good word to put it, uh, Four-game sweep by the Giants at Coors Field. That was the first time uh, that the Giants had swept the Rockies in four games at Coors since right after, um, well, uh, September 15th or 18th of 2011. So been about eight years since that happened. And, man, could not have come at the uh, worst time. Rockies fall to 46-50 and 50 heading into a 10-game road swing through New York, Washington, and Cincinnati. And, Noah, just got to ask your thoughts, man. I mean, uh, you know, if you've watched the same baseball I have, and uh, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some of the comments from the Colorado GM uh, that have come out in recent days. Yeah, I mean, 46 and 50, obviously, it's not going to get you into the playoffs or even, well, usually remotely even close to the playoffs. It just happens to be that the Rockies right now are, well, the National League in general is kind of all right in the middle. Um, yeah, recently, uh, Rockies GM Jeff Breidich talked to Thomas Harding of MLB.com, and um, this was published yesterday, so Wednesday. And the in the past thirteen games, the Rockies have lost eleven of them, so they're two and eleven in their last thirteen, and they've been outscored one hundred and eight to fifty seven. Um, so. Jeff Breidich talked to Thomas Harding, and he, uh, this was his exact quote of what he said to him. Quote, this group right now is struggling and playing objectively just really bad baseball. We're finding ways to lose collectively as a group instead of finding ways to win. That doesn't make any sort of trade deadline decisions more complicated. Or I sh Let me requote that. That does make any sort of trade deadline decisions more complicated. Um, and also too, this is a quote, there's really no facet of our game at this level that is high quality right now. So there is really no group within the group that stands out. It all needs addressing. It's all subpar. So I don't think there's any quick fixes. And that kind of tells you what his wow. mindset is going into the trade deadline. You can't, at this point, you, you can't get 25 new players. 
no. who are 24, 23, or, 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 of course, there's a few guys who are playing well overall on the season. But, I mean, you can't get a whole new team. At some point, you have to either rely on these guys to put up some numbers, or you have to realize, hey, this team isn't that good. Yeah, and, and you know, with this 10-game road trip coming up, I think we are at the point now where the Rockies are really going to sit back, that's my take at least, is sit back and see what they do on this 10-game road trip. And if they show any signs of life, then maybe there's something done at the deadline. Otherwise, no, I've got to be honest. My personal opinion is this team just sits there at the deadline and does very little to get rid of contracts or take on new contracts. What about you? I I personally think that, yeah, it's going to be make or break this um, this road trip. And, I mean, it's not going to be an easy one either. Three against the Yankees, four against the Nationals, and three against the Reds. And there's no off day in between. Not to mention when they do come home to finish the month, the 29th, 30th, and 31st, it's going to be against the Dodgers. Yep. So it's not going to be like any cakewalk the rest of the month. Um, personally, I think if they don't do well, well, I think what they'll probably do is stand pat. What they probably should do is their, is at least try to get some feelers on people that are, uh, their contracts are going to be expiring soon. For example, um, John Morosi was on MLB Network, I believe it was two days ago now, and he was saying how possibly Chris Iannetta could have some takers or even a Daniel Murphy or an Ian Desmond. I think probably not on um, Desmond Murphy, but perhaps an Iannetta is traded or somebody like that. Um, but if they play well, then I think that it'll make Jeff Breidich's job a bit easier. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, in the last 16 games, they're four and 12 and the team, ha the team ERA, not just starters or bullpen, the team ERA is seven sixty seven. Yeah. Seven sixty seven. You're not going to win with that period. The end. You're not. And again, it's not, Wade Davis blowing saves. And and certainly we're all quick to point a finger at Wade Davis in the back end of the bullpen. But this is Herman Marquez. This is John Gray. This is Kyle Freeland coming back. It's it's not one person. And I think that's what Jeff was alluding to in his quotes is that sure, if you could bring in a Marcus Stroman or, you know, somebody like that who could solidify the the back end of the rotation, which honestly was what I thought they were going to do until about a week ago. Uh, but now it's not one player coming in and trading off a bunch of your high prospects that's going to make that difference, I don't think. Yeah, and I mean, after all, this is Major League Baseball. It's not the NBA. It's not like you can get one player and one player can essentially be the entire yeah. team. I mean, the heck, the Cleveland Cavaliers got to the um, the NBA Finals the past few years because they had LeBron James. It's just not how it is in baseball. You have to have 25 good players, and when you're having 20 of them not playing up to what they're capable of, then you're not going to play well. And sure enough, 
that's what we're seeing right now. You know, and it's funny because I've seen some comments about, well, maybe the clubhouse doesn't have the leadership it should, you know, and Cargo and Para and DJ being missed. And, and I don't think there's any question that they're missed in some capacity. But I also, my opinion is that a guy like that who brings the clubhouse presence, they still got to perform on the field. And a guy like that, uh, exactly. you know, even if, if Frodo Parra is riding his scooter back into the clubhouse tomorrow and playing the music loud and everything like we've grown to love about him, he's still not going to fix bullpen issues. I hate to say that. Yeah, and I I completely agree with that. I mean, you you can say that to a point of where, hey, this guy is a clubhouse guy and all that, but at the end of the day, you still have to also yeah. produce on the field. I mean, an example of this was with the team that's closest to where I am, the Cleveland Indians. For the past few years, they held on to a pitcher by the name of Josh Tomlin. And, oh, he's such a great guy and all that. Well, the problem is yeah. he can't pitch. He pitched to a 5 ERA in 2017. He pitched to an ERA of over 6 last year. At some point, you have to say, well, you're a nice guy, but at the end of the day, you're supposed to be able to pitch. You can't pitch. Yeah. Sign on. It, it, it is a business. This is a business. you know. And I wrote that a few years ago whenever uh, the Rockies got rid of Ben Paulson. People love Ben Paulson. He was a good guy, a nice guy, and everything else. But on the field, Ben wasn't producing. And it was simply a matter of, you've got to get out of here. That's what they've done with Mike Dunn this year. Mike Dunn has done amazing things for veterans wherever he's gone. And and I admire him for that. But whenever he comes in and he can't close out the deal, you know, ultimately, if you go back to it, it was Mike Dunn's inability to close out a game against the Padres uh, back in mid-June that started the whole bullpen being taxed and, and a lot of the falling down that we've seen of that ERA in so long. So guys are great. Clubhouse chemistry is great. You know, Ian Desmond's always been called a clubhouse guy, but we certainly know the struggles he's been through on the field, uh, you know, until very recently whenever he changed his swing, thank goodness. Yeah, and I mean, he's even been with the improvement, he has still struggled in the past few weeks for the Rockies, yeah. as most of the players have. Um, so, I mean, if it's a two- or three-week thing, okay. But, I mean, that's if you're getting to the point where you have seasons on end and, oh, he's such a great guy, he's a nice guy. Well, he can be in the Hall of Fame of nice guys, but at the end of the day, if you can't play, yeah. then... And, and the Rockies are at the point, you know, again, going back to this 10-game road trip that is coming up, this is, you know, and, and we in the, the media world love to make things make or break or do or die or the most important series of the season or whatever it might be. But I don't think we can understate enough how important this 10-game road trip is for the Rockies. Not only are you coming back from playing in Denver, and yeah. we know how the offense adjusts to that so often, but you're also playing, again, the Yankees, one of the best teams in, in baseball. You're going to the Nationals, a team that is red hot and right in the middle of that wild card chase. And Cincinnati, which gave the Rockies fits in Denver. Yeah, and I mean, even the Reds right now, they're, I mean, they are one of the best teams in the National League. But, I mean, they're still, they're, 
they're in last place in the Central, but they're they're pretty close to 500, if I'm not mistaken, at this point, because the Central is all so clumped together. They're uh, they're seven and a half back in the Central, and they're only five back in the Wild Card. Um, but I mean, with the Padres winning last night and Giants winning last night against the Rockies. The Rockies are in last place yeah, you now, know, too. And and everybody was licking their chops about this Reds and Giants homestand. And I saw somebody say, oh, the cellar dwelling, you know, and, and they were talking about how these two teams were at the bottom of their respective divisions and how the Rockies should clean up. If you're not playing good baseball, it doesn't matter who you're playing or where they are in the standings. Things like we just saw at Coors Field are going to happen, and that's where the Rockies are right now. Yeah, I mean, there's been instances before where in exhibition games where a major league team will face a minor league team and the minor league team wins. And just sometimes you have that where it's not clicking at the at the um with the major league players and they get beat by a team that's yep. that's not as good as them. But I mean, you still have to the you have weak teams, but you still have to have fundamental stuff. And like I said a few minutes ago, you can't have a team ERA of 767 no. in the past two no, and a half weeks. You can score five runs a game, and that's great. And the offense has been just about average of where they've been this season. But when you're giving up nearly eight runs a game, you're not going to win. And sure well, and, enough, you know, let's look not. at what the Rockies did in a couple of the recent games against the Giants, scoring four to tie it up late in one game, scoring three yesterday to at least get the game within the save range for the Giants. Uh, you know, so, so certainly they're still trying, but it's hard every day to come back and then see that lead dissipate again. And that's, I would think that's demoralizing. Uh, you know, to to the offense as well. Yeah, and I mean, in the same two and a half week stretch that the pitchers have pitched to a seven sixty seven ERA, the Rockies hitters are hitting two sixty eight with a three seventeen on base percentage and a four sixty one slugging percentage. Entering that stretch, and that starting on June twenty seventh. Entering that, the team was hitting 266, 326, and 455. So, I mean, it's essentially the same. I mean, you're differing two, three points on mo on all of them except on base percentage, which you're at nine points, which isn't a ton. So, I mean, it's the offense isn't, it's not like they're hitting at Mile High Stadium yeah. in the early days of the Rockies before the humidor and all that. But at the uh, with the pitching, if like we've said, yeah. you have to pitch. If you can't pitch, well, you're and, going and, to lose. You know, let's think back to the start of the season. Let's think back to the preseason. There wasn't that much done other than bringing in Daniel Murphy. And everybody said, well, Freeland and Marquez can carry this team. And, you know, and John Gray hopefully can find his way back. And what about Tyler Anderson? He'll maybe have a strong year. And Chad Bettis can be a great fifth guy. Well, we know how all that turned out. And we know that at one point, Marquez and Gray were the only two still in that original rotation. So 
when those struggles have happened and you counted on pitching to lead you this year and not really tweak the offense that much in the offseason, all of a sudden when your pitching doesn't carry you, yeah, you find yourself four games under 500 at the 96-game mark. Yeah, and I mean, I at least you and I expected yeah. regression from those two. And we talked about this before. We didn't realize it would be this much of a regression, considering that their starter ERA on in the entire season is 581, which is a third of a run higher than any other team in baseball. But you also have to consider, like you said, what was done this offseason? You brought in Daniel Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a short list. That's it. That That's all you did. That's all you did. And mind you, you've gotten to the playoffs the past two years. And you did, a, you made one move. That is it. And you're wondering why that you have some of the same issues that you had last year, like with the bullpen. I mean, we all thought the bullpen would be really good last year, and they didn't. Uh, they they didn't play up to what they were capable of. You have the same thing this year. This should not it, it surprise but I, a I lot think of people. Expectations were so high for this team. I think so many people drank the purple Kool Aid uh, before the season began. That oh well, they're they're going to they're going to win games, you know, and and. and and, uh, you know, Marquez and Freeland will be battling each other for the Cy Young and, and all these things that we heard. And I kind of went, that'd be nice, but, uh, you know, and, and I think now we're realizing that reality and ex expectations are two completely different things. So, so no, hey, we're coming up on the 20 minute mark. And I want to, you know, we always try to keep these short for our listeners, uh, you know, so that they, because they've got other things to do with their day besides listen to us yammer on. Uh, what? What, what do you expect to see yep. <laughs> in the Yankees series, and how does that play into what Jeff does moving forward? Uh, in the Yankees series, I expect to see a lot of offense from the Yankees, and that's not necessarily just because of the Rockies pitching staff. It's because the Yankees' offense is really good. I mean. Just, they're one of the best teams in baseball. They're probably yeah. the best team in the American League right now. And most people would probably have the Dodgers and the Yankees in the World Series. Um, if, if it were to happen right now. Um, but I mean, if, if you look at them, I mean, even guys like Mike Talkman, who used to be with the Rockies, he's played in 43 games with them. And he's got an OPS plus of 96. And he's one of the worst players right now. And that's, that's about average for the Rockies. So, I mean, you've got guys like DJ LeMahieu still hitting 330. You have Glaber Torres. Aaron Judge is back. I mean, the, the, the team right now, they're one of the top three offenses in the American League. So, yeah. that's I, that's what I expect from the Yankees, especially – because of their offense, but also because the Rockies pitching staff. It's not. Struggling. And the it's Yankees are going to throw out, just so everybody's aware, uh, Hap on Friday night, 493 ERA. Uh, Tanaka on Saturday, 381 ERA. Sunday, they face James Paxton uh, with a 394 ERA. So 
I think you are going to see uh, a struggle from the Rockies in the Bronx. Uh, I think that if they can get one out of three, uh, that could be a very real possibility here, uh, just simply because, again, the, the way the offense has been struggling, let alone coming back out of Coors, uh, heading east. Uh, and you're facing, as Noah said, one of the best teams in baseball and arguably the best team in the American League in their own place right now. And you don't think DJ is super excited about this. Uh, you don't think that Talkman is super excited about this. Uh, you know, there's, there, I, I was going to say, there's a lot of stuff Adam going on here. Uh, Tommy Canely, uh, there are plenty of options over there who would love to show the Rockies yep. exactly what they've missed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Ottavino and the Wicked Slider could well make an appearance and really make us all, uh, uh, long for the days of dot dot dot. So, yeah, and he's pitching into a one seventy six. Yeah, you know, we ERA we talk a lot about gosh, why did they let go of DJ? Let's not forget that other guy on the other side of the the diamond there too, uh, who's going to be throwing some wicked sliders at the Rockies this weekend. So, uh, well, Noah, hey man, thanks for your time. Uh, we're looking forward to things. Uh, we'll certainly be back uh, with a podcast very soon. Uh, any last thoughts from you before we sign off? Like I said, it's going to be a tough stretch. Rockies, they they definitely need the off day today, but you got to bring your A game the next ten games or so, even two weeks, because it it's not going to just change the outlook on this season. Yeah. It could even change the outlook on. Future, uh, on future seasons. It absolutely is. Yeah, this, this, is next two weeks. this is something that could send some shockwaves down through the foundation for, for a couple of years to come. So, well, hey, for Noah Yingling, uh, this is Kevin Henry. We are the co-experts at Roxpile. We always appreciate you reading our stuff at roxpile.com. And thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of the Roxpile Rockies Report. Roxpile.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.